Okay, before we jump into another episode of RHOD&D, we wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd. We're an entirely independently run show, and we quite literally couldn't do it without your support, so thank you for joining our Patreon and helping us continue to make new episodes of RHOD&D. If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd for access to our player character sheets, DM notes and confessionals, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast released every other Monday on our off weeks, live events, merch drops, the chance to name an NPC, and so much more. Patreon.com slash Housewives of D&D. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. RHO D&D is a sexy, terrifying, savage podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode notes, along with links to all of our maps, transcripts, and ancillary content. I'm excited that we're putting this out to everybody, because if anyone works for Tinder or knows anyone at Tinder, like, get me back on there, man. So what happened? You were banned from Tinder and why? I was banned from Tinder in 2020 because in my profile, I put up my Amazon wish list. <laughs> You know what? That's the best reason to be banned. I went hard. I put like a new MacBook. I put shoes. Like I was like, hey, you miss all the shots you don't take. Did anyone buy you anything? No, not a single person. I was on there for 24 hours. Then they should never have banned you. That is a fantastic move. I'm so impressed. I've never been more impressed in my life. That's genius. That's what I think. I'm starting to think we should put our Amazon wish list just everywhere everywhere just around to see who responds you never know (laughs) yeah last week on rho dnd you all continued your journey through the vulture queen's tomb where anya found an enchanted compass and introduced the group to a cute teen ghost named finlow who told everyone about his unfinished business bringing the legendary crown of reverie home to his sister and explained that someone in the group must have accepted a special gemstone from a vulture who could it be (laughs) cc's cool head saved the day once again when she reminded the group that ropes exist and saved anya's life in the process She also found a mysterious golden ring and got over her fear of paintings just in time to discover a healing potion behind one, but didn't tell anyone else about it. Your secret's safe with us, Cece. 
Meanwhile, Cass impaled herself on a thigh bone, mm. got accidentally high on MDMA, and found the crown of reverie. And as if that wasn't enough, she and Dr. C got into a very dramatic cat fight, where Cass ended up with a slap across the face, and Dr. C got kicked out of women pow. Bye, bitch. Dr. C didn't let the collapse of arguably her most important relationship get her down for long, though. She took her main character energy to a whole new level when she had high tea with the Vulture Queen, learned her age-defying secrets, and then battled her to the death. But the Vulture Queen's power proved too much to handle, and now Dr. C's unconscious. Will she be okay? Will the housewives ever escape this tomb? And what's this vibe between Anya and Cass? It's gay as hell is what it is. <laughs> Find out this week on RHO d and People have been shipping us for seasons, so you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So um, at this particular moment, Anya, Cece, and Cass have been in the Vulture Queen's gallery of lost lovers. You all just plundered a piece of treasure each. Anya took an enchanted compass. Cece took a golden ring with a glowing red stone. And Cass took the crown of reverie, a.k.a. Finlow's unfinished business. Anya has just discovered a tunnel in the wall. And she and Cass are having a moment. And then from behind Cass, you both hear a small clink. What the fuck was that? Investigate me. So you turn around and you see that Cece has vanished. (gasps) And in her place on the floor, there is a small something that you could maybe go look at a little closer. Uh, Yeah, we're going to go ahead and look closer because a whole person just disappeared. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You approach and you don't need to roll because it's very clearly just right there. Um, It is a small stone statue of a dragon. And around one of its little stone ankles is that ring that Cece just put on. Okay. Um, Anya, can you grab Cece and I feel like we should just get out of here. Cass, I just want to point out that this is small, small statue and not human woman Cece. But the ring that Cece was wearing is here. So this is, you know, maybe big problem. I'm afraid to touch that statue, but I also don't want to leave it behind. Yeah, I feel like the statue is clearly Cece. It's wearing her ring. Um, (laughs) I don't know what the big deal is. So Cass is just going to pick up Cece and put her in her bag. (laughs) Okay, Okay, great, great, great. Cool. Also, do you want to like play with my hair a little bit? Cass is still on drugs. Oh my god, Cass, I thought you would never ask. I mean, your Palomino extensions are so long and luxurious. I mean, I I would love to touch your hair just for a little bit. Thank you. And then Anya, like, lightly touches. I mean, honestly, it's pretty awkward the way that she's, like, <laughs> lobster clawing Cass's hair. But it is happening. Yeah, I mean, it's your game. You should do whatever you want. <laughs> god damn. But, um, Cass... Can we also just move forward a little bit into this big tunnel? Because now Cece is missing and we don't know where Dr. C is and Kiki disappeared. Yeah, whatever you want to do is great. Okay, so we're going to move forward in the tunnel. Great. So you go into the tunnel. There's very steep stairs as soon as you open that painting door. And then it leads you to the right. And you eventually come upon a ceiling that has a like a... A whatever that you can take off and go Sorry. down. Can we investigate the whatever? <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, yeah. Roll for clarity. Great. Uh, yeah. Mm, okay. Oh, that's a natural one. So it sucks oh. for me. I got a fifteen. 
Oh, okay. Anya, you notice a stone square, and it has a little bit of light emitting from the border of it. So it seems like maybe you could lift it up and see what happens. I'm going to do that. Do I need to roll for strength or anything like that? No, it's just like a simple... Or am I just busting through there? It's kind of like when you need to get into an attic space at a school. Mm, Yeah. So specific. Okay, Cos, step back. I'm going to lift this big stone square and we're going to see what is under here, okay? Okay. Cass's narrative is just like, she's a queen now, clearly. Who else is wearing a crown? (laughs) And Anya's running around, playing with her hair, telling her where to go, moving stones for her. So this is great. This is the best our relationship has ever been. Honestly, <laughs> truly. Okay, so this guy pulled the square up. Yeah. And I look down into whatever. And you see <laughs> this. You just see coins and jewelry. Is this a map that we're. Yes, oh, in your text messages. And uh, for those who are listening along, you can, of course, find this on our Instagram and in our episode notes. Um, but yeah, you look down into this room below you and you see that it is piled high with sparkling treasure strewn haphazardly on the floor in glittering wow. heaps. It's just like sparkles everywhere. Is it a big jump down? Like if we jump down, will we hurt ourselves or can we just like pop into the treasure you room? Could, there's a lot of coins that you could just drop in on and it would, you know, gently slide you down. <gasps> Scrooge McDuck style. Anya's going to reach back <laughs> for Cass's hand. Cass is going <laughs> to present her with her hand as a queen would do. Yes. <laughs> Anya's just going to take that hand and then look deeply into Cass's eyes and say, Cass, would you like to jump in the treasure room with me? Cass, a single tear falls down Cass's face. (laughs) And she says, I would love nothing more. (laughs) And then I feel like Anya just hops the fuck in that room. Yeah, we're jumping in the gold. We're jumping right in the gold. Amazing. Yeah, so this is your reward for getting through the vulture queen lair. There's about 500 gold pieces worth of treasure in the room, gemstones in any color, coins, jewelry of bracelets, rings, and necklaces. So you can decide how to split that 500 GP up however you'd like. Can we carry all of it or is there too much for both of us to possibly carry? You can carry all of it. Yeah. Because I am a little worried that it's, you know, we are both white people coming in here, finding treasures and just taking them. Do we want to, like, think about this for a minute? Cass is already just just stuffing her bag. Like, there's no (laughs) hesitation. Anya joins. Anya joins. (laughs) You're both doing it, so you both split it. 250 each. Great. Yeah, yeah. I feel like as they're stuffing their bags, Cass does, it It reminds her of Kiki. Because how could it not, right? Mm. Like you're, you're, you're collecting all the gold. Mm. So her memories from her traumatic, however long this has been, like two hours <laughs> since the vultures <laughs> picked us up. So it's like finally catching up with her, like all the events. First, she remembers getting picked up by the vultures. That was crazy. The show isn't, re- isn't, isn't a show. This is real life. And then she like vaguely has this flicker of Kiki falling from the vulture's clutches into the forest of everlasting pee or whatever we deemed it. Oh my God. (laughs) And she like pauses with a beautiful gold bar, question mark, in her hand. Something that reminds her. Okay, so she's got a gold bar in her hand and she just like stops and is sort of staring at it and not moving, thinking about what had just happened. Cass? Are you seeing ghost? Is Finlow here? What is going on? (laughs) Kaz? Kiki. What? Kiki's dead. What? (laughs) Kiki is dead? Oh my god. How do you know this? We we don't even know what happened to her. She was just gone. We we landed. She's not with us. I saw her fall. The vultures dropped her. (gasps) She's dead, Anya. She's dead. And she just starts weeping. Throws herself dramatically on the pile of coins. (laughs) Kiki! 
she survived the forest is has big thick trees with big thick branches maybe she is like ping-ponging ping 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 maybe severely injured down there because she did break her leg on like you know 16 feet in tree but you know maybe she okay cast like her eyes dart over like a wild animal to Anya and then she like crawls through the pile of coins and like grabs Anya's face and is like you have always had these witchy energies coming from you. I need you. I need you. And she like reaches, like digs around in her bag and finds her um, truth crystal. Yeah. Mm. And like presses it into Anya's hand against her chest. And she's like, I need you to find out if Kiki is alive. Use your powers, Anya. You're so powerful. You're so powerful. You're so powerful. Can I inspire her? Is that a thing I can do right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. Bardic inspiration? Yeah, yeah. I want to do that one. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, with Cass complimenting Anya so hard, I feel like Anya is feeling it and maybe will try to call on the ancestors for the first time in quite some time to see if she can get some information about Kiki's whereabouts. Yeah, I feel like so Cass is just like feeling inspired by Anya and she also, let's be clear, like is a cult leader and when your cult leader like loses their first hand man, they just go right on to the next person. So like... Love bombing. She's Yep, here we go. So she's just like Anya and and it's like it is, it's like a little sexual because ecstasy and also like, you know, there's there's a vibe. Um, So she's... (laughs) She's like she's like rolling in the coins a little bit and like grabbing Anya and touching Anya because it feels so nice on her arms and she's just she's like Anya's body yeah rock her body yeah Anya's body call those ghosts tonight it's beautiful so now Anya will get have a, a d6 to add to her role for the next ten minutes uh, she can use it however she wants to really okay so Anya is still holding this fucking truth crystal but she's also underneath that feeling for her cameo that's under her dress and she's gonna really center herself and she's gonna call on her ancestors (laughs) see how it goes so nervous (laughs) no what did you get (laughs) I'm gonna use I'm gonna use the inspiration immediately Wait, what is this? Is this an arcana? What are you? Because she's going be adding something to yeah, it. Yeah, arcana. And she has to get a 14 or above to activate So I anything. rolled a five. My arcana is a minus one. Oh, and no. so then I used the inspiration and got a five. So that brings me to a whopping nine. Oh, no. And what did that sound like? What was the? Yeah, what did it sound like? <laughs> Just a ghost voice. And then she she looks around the room with her eyes wide and she's looking around and she's like, I think that, yes, you're right. Kiki might be dead. I hear nothing. Oh, God. I'm very sad. Well, she would would want us to take all this gold. Yes, we must now take every single gold coin, all of the gems in honor of our sweet Kiki. Let us soak the gold in our tears and collect them in our bags. So beautiful. Great. So you do that. And then you look <laughs> to the right of you, Anya, and you see a door open. And Wait, a door like a door that is open or a door just like magically swings open? It's like an open door and you can see through it that um, you are now on the plateau that was across from the plateau that you had previously uh, been yes. on where the, the gallery of lost lovers where that tunnel must have taken you 
across. Cool. Yeah, you can see that other plateau with the stairs, and you can see the small rocky island in the middle that right now just has a large painting of a beautiful woman with glossy dark hair and horns curling gently back from her forehead. And if you want to walk outside, you might be able to see a little bit more. Gus, let's go through this door. Let us move on from this sad, rich place. Okay. Okay, you get to the door. <laughs> so you walk out, and yeah, now you just have a better view of all the stuff I just said. But you also see that a few feet away from you, against the wall, is a ladder. Oh shit, Gus, let's go up this fucking ladder and get the fuck out of here. Okay. Great. So you do. You climb that ladder, and it um, it's kind of a, a rickety ladder, but it, it's holding strong. Great. Uh, it's been there for a very long time, and it leads up, 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 up to a stone outcropping that is high above the plateau below. And as you climb to the top and get onto that plateau, you see that there is a large boulder resting against the wall, mm-hmm. and Through the cracks on the edges of the boulder, you see what looks like daylight. But more importantly, stretched out on the rocky ground in front of the boulder is Dr. Christina. (gasps) She is now wearing a set of heavy brass shoulder pads and greenish veins bulge all over her face and arms and neck and hands and her eyes are closed. And Christian the Vulture stands protectively at her side while dozens of other vultures perch on the surrounding walls looking down at her. Dr. C! Dr. C! Cass, I think she is poisoned! And then Anya goes over and starts shaking Dr. C and being like, wake up! Wake up, Dr. C! Cass is not going near her. She's completely unconscious. But she, it looks like she's breathing. Okay, gosh, she is she is breathing. But this this is she will not be happy with the way this looks. She is looking really jacked. We have to do something. <laughs> Cass, I know this is shocking for you. Uh, can you maybe talk to vultures and see what the fuck is going on? Cass is like in shock, just looking at Christina, not wanting to help her at all. Mm. And she says, "Yeah, yeah, I'll talk to the vultures," and goes just <laughs> starts making vulture sounds. <laughs> Anya's looking back and forth between Cass and Vulture, like, what's happening? But Cass did not actually... No, Cass isn't isn't even trying to hate Clarissa them. She's just like, yeah, I'm talking to them. Yeah. She looks back at Anya and is like, yeah, it's it's hopeless. They said it's hopeless. <gasps> um, uh, okay, so Anya's gonna, like, she's gonna pop open that armor a little bit, and she's gonna look down at Bran, and she's gonna be like, Oh my god, I always forget about Bran! That's right, he's always on my boobies! I love that Bran was there during the whole, like, sexual moment in the coins. <laughs> Can you can you come out for a second and and look at Doctor C? Do you have any any advice any any help? And are you hungry? Do you need a jerky or something? How are you doing in there? Bryn kind of climbs out and he he gets down and he stretches a little bit because he's been in your armor for a really long for time at long this point. Time. And he says, "Yes, I am hungry." And she looks like she looks like she's been poisoned. I think. I think you're going to need some help. Cass, it seems like we have to move this big boulder so we can get Dr. C the fuck out of here, okay? We, we carry her between us, and we carry her to get help, okay? Does Cass have any spell slots left? Uh, she has one, I believe. All right, she's going to try and charm Anya. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> this is dark. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, let's hear what the, the charm sounds like, and then, Nicole, you will attempt to roll a wisdom saving throw, okay. and if you get a 13 or above, you are successful. Okay. If she is successfully charmed, it will last for an hour, and when it's over, she will know that you charmed her. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, doing it anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Cass is just like, Anya, 
We have to leave her. She's dead to us now. She's gone. Oh my god. Oh my god. I got a seven. <gasps> what about your modifier? What about your modifier? Honey, that is with my modifier. Oh, I oh my gosh. Yeah, that's it. You're successfully charmed by Cass. Okay, Cass. She takes she takes Anya's hand and looks even deeper into her eyes and she says, It's not her anymore, Anya. It's you. And then just like leads her towards the boulder, leaving Dr. Christina behind. I feel like Anya's hair like literally blows back. She's just like, <laughs> and like she reaches out for Bryn's hand and she says, come on, Bryn. I don't think there's anything we can do to help her. And walks wow. forward with Cass. Oh Holy my God. Shit. Bryn looks back at Dr. C, but he would never go against Mama Anya. Oh, Bryn. So you're at the boulder and it looks very large. The way this will work is that there's a a certain DC that this boulder has that will take two of you to be able to open it. You need to get a combined score of 30. Well, the way I've been rolling. (laughs) If you don't get it, there will be consequences. Oh, Jesus Christ. But not like harsh consequences, just like a little bit. Are we rolling for strength or just (laughs) the roll? Okay, rolling for strength. Okay. Here we go. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I rolled a natural one and I have a negative two in my strength so I have a negative one or I just caps out at zero so I got a 13 wait so what Anya goes up there and hits it with like a hard 15 and (laughs) just like trips and eats shit against the boulder or yeah yeah, or your arms just give out, you know, and your your face. I'm just like, maybe. oh, it's so heavy. Anya's gonna rush over to check on Cass. Cass, Cass, are you okay? Your beautiful face. Is it is it okay? If you would like to ask Bryn to help you, he he could potentially try to push a little too. Thank you. Yeah, maybe you should have Bryn try and move the boulder since our the, our two adult human bodies can't do it. I'm sure that he's a better choice. You know what? I'm gonna get Clarissa out. Clarissa is gonna try and push too, uh, or I'm gonna ask her to. Wait, when I'm charmed by Cass, do I agree with everything she says for the next hour? I think so. Okay, let's do it, friend. Would you like to help? He holds up his arms and he says, I use my muscles. Oh my God, he's so cute. <laughs> okay, Bryn. Okay, everybody. Okay, so this is the second attempt to push the boulder. Yep. Ten. <laughs> Five. Bryn rolled a nine. It's still not enough. Still not enough. <laughs> no. So because it's so hard to push this boulder and you are all so tired from everything that's happened and it's unclear how long you've been mm. down here anyway because it's so dark. Anytime you try from now on will be rolled with disadvantage <laughs> or you can take a long rest or a short rest. I think we better just long rest it. We better just lay down next to Christina and just oh. like long rest it. <laughs> Honestly. Can we lay down not next to Christina? <laughs> sure, sure. How much space is there on this? I mean, you'll be within 10 feet of her. Yeah. But Class, right, I think, I think okay. it has been a long time. I will give it one more try, and then I am needing to lay down. Very tired. Bryn, are you tired? He yawns. Oh, my sweet boy. Yes, we must rest. Okay, one more try, okay? All of us, all four of us together. Okay. With disadvantage. With disadvantage. <laughs> yes. As if we need it. God damn it. Wow. Oh, no. Got a four. (laughs) Got a seven. Three. (laughs) And Clarissa just urinates on them. (gasps) Great. Okay, so long rest. Yeah, Cass just like on her last attempt, Cass is just like, 
just like crumples into a ball, like fetal position. Anya pulls out her bedroll and tucks Bryn in and then lays sort of like on it, but not in it. She wants Bryn to have most of the comforts. She lays down just sort of next to him. Awesome. So cozy. So, all right. Yeah, you you manage to fall asleep and you take a long rest, which means you get that full night's sleep. Yes. Um, against the odds, eight hours, Ooh. you know, of coziness. And when you wake up, you are replenished. So that means that you have your spell slots back. You have yes. um, basically anything that, like the bardic inspiration, all of that stuff returns to you. Yeah. So you can use it again. Is there any HP difference for those of us who may be still lacking? Full HP. What? Full yeah. HP. Yeah, you are rejuvenated. This Boom. is why, you know, people should rest more Sleep often. Sleep is important. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and not only that, but you're going to get advantage on this next roll for the boulder Holy because you're so well rested. Yes. And All right. Anya now is no longer charmed, no longer charmed. right? <laughs> That's nope. right. But you had some interesting dreams mm. about Cass because the charm spell was working for like at least 50 more minutes. Oh, after. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you can tell us or not or wait. Have or... you seen the movie Demolition Man? <laughs> no. Have, okay. No. So this is the reference I want for you. In this movie, they no longer have physical sex. They put on these like mind things and they like mind meld and like experience each other that way. That's what Anya was dreaming featuring her and Cass. And it was very weird. And this morning in the cold light of day, (laughs) even though it's very dark in the tunnel, Anya's feeling fucking weird. And Cass's ecstasy has worn off. So she's also feeling weird. (laughs) Both like looking suspiciously at each other. Yeah. Um, It's like that. We've been there. Happened last night, kind of a vibe. <clears throat> so Ani just goes, <clears throat> "Good, uh, good morning, Cass. It is good to see you this morning." I, I, um, she's rolling up her bedroll. It's yeah, super awkward. Uh, good morning, good morning, uh, Anya. It's good morning, Anya. Everything's regular. She gives, she pulls some jerky out of her bag. She hands it to Bryn. Bryn, here is jerk. Did you sleep well, sweet boy? Oh, yes, thank you. I had such nice dreams. (laughs) (laughs) She lost it. Oh, you had dreams. My sleep was absolutely black, dreamless nothingness. Um, And I am so thankful for that. And then she, like, looks at Cass from out of the corner of her eye. And it's just like... "Mm." And then she notices... Dr. C is still there. Is there any difference with Dr. C in the way she looks? No difference, except possibly the green veins have spread even further. Yeah, and they're kind of uh, throbbing a little bit, especially on her face. Cass, it has been many hours, right? And Dr. C is still not only breathing, but she seems to have strong pulse of this green (laughs) shit in her face, even though she is looking honestly pretty fucked up. Uh, I think that we should take her with us wherever we go. There may be someone we can find that can help her. Anya. Yes. Did you not see what she did to me? I did see, but a a light slap across the face is not worth death, right? I mean, I love you. You know this. Maybe you never got to know Dr. Christina like I knew Dr. Christina. (gasps) But she has had this evil inside her for a long time. And I, for years, did my best to empower her and encourage her towards the light, towards the goodness, if you will. Mm. But clearly, I wasn't strong enough to contain the evil inside of her. Just look at her, bubbling through her veins, surrounded by vultures. Does this seem like a person that is worth saving? I'm Persuasion check. Oh my god. Eleven. 
I mean, yeah, Anya seems pretty hard to convince. Cause she does look like stereotypically evil right now, but <laughs> I will just say, like, as a misunderstood person myself, that vultures get a bad rap. Like, they are birds of carrion. They just are eating out of convenience. It is not their fault. And for the record, they have not touched Dr. C, right? They have not eaten this defenseless person, and that's like Vulture's whole deal. So, like, we have we have to take her with us. Will you please help me? I think we should also have a persuasion check going the other way after that. Mm-hmm. 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 That's gonna be a thirteen. Eh. It was. Oh. I mean, it was a slap, and and <laughs> Anya just described it as a light slap, which kind of feels like she's siding along with, yeah, it does. you know, like you're the victim. Very dismissive. I don't mean to victim blame, but get the <laughs> fuck over it. But listen, Cass, why don't you ask the vultures to carry Dr. C for us? That way we don't have to touch any of her like poisonous, maybe, but she can still come with us and then we can try and get her some help. If we can move this fucking rock. Okay. Hey, Clarissa. And by Clarissa, I mean all the vultures. Can you take this disgusting body and get it out of our sight? Bring it deep, deep into the cave. I never want to see it again. Um, oh. <laughs> That's dark. Christian looks at you and says, you must take care of her. You must find a way to wake her up. I'm not going to leave her side. So Cass turns back to Anya and says, yeah, they won't do it. Okay, well, let us try and move this rock. That is first problem. Then we deal with how to get Christina out of here, okay? <sighs> okay, Bryn, do you want to help move the rock again? Yes! Okay, my big strong boy, let's do it. Uh, he holds up his arms again. He's so tough. All right, we roll with advantage this time. Yes. Okay. Uh, 14. 11. 19. Amazing. Yeah, you all push, and somehow Bryn's little stick arms just, they're so full of muscle that you didn't, he's wiry, you know? He's mm-hmm. he has, hes lived a life of hard he's work. He's firm, strong. Yeah, yeah, all that labor. Exactly, and that, that boulder, just with a final shove, you roll it away from the cavern wall, and you do reveal an exit. And light streams through, almost blinding you after your long journey through the darkness of the Vulture Queen's tomb. And as you stumble into the open air, you see that the sun is hanging high in the sky, and you realize that you actually have no idea how much time has passed since you've been down there. It seems like time may have been passing differently since Christian and the Vultures brought you to the tomb in the first place. And then you hear a familiar whinny, and you look around, and you see the horses and cart that you entrusted to Christian several days ago, although it feels like it's at least a year since you've seen them. And then within the cart... Something stirs. Cass, is there something in the cart? So I'm in the cart, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You're in the cart. <gasps> Kiki! Girl, just like Jesus, I am back. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by the new podcast Anomaly. If you love to immerse yourself in fantasy films or escape from reality in an RPG as much as we do, there's another great podcast out there that we think you'll love. Anomaly is a role-playing meditation podcast that's like listening to a great dungeon master combined with a talented meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination while you learn to center yourself, offer forgiveness, find confidence, and relieve stress. In the first campaign, you'll be introduced to the world of Anomaly and learn about its lands, magic, and secrets. As your story unfolds across eight chapters, you'll imagine yourself in scenarios such as learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon. Anomaly features the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard and is available now on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Anomaly spelled with an I-E at the end, not a Y. Go to S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A-L-I-E dot com. That's SeekAnomaly.com to find out more. As you see Kiki approach, you notice that there's something going on. She has quite a big black eye. Oh. It's probably one of the worst ones you've ever seen. Her left eye is completely swollen shut, and it's blue and green and black. Oh, Kiki, you look Awful. Kiki, what happened? Did you hurt your face, your beautiful face? And like Anya's like lightly petting her her face. And Kiki is like, you guys, what did happen? (laughs) Well, the evil, evil vultures that were carrying you dropped you intentionally in the forest. You must have hit your eye on a tree. Oh, did the vultures tell you that, Cass? Is that what happened to Kiki? No, I already told you, Anya, I saw them drop her into the forest with my eyes. I know, but it was on purpose. It wasn't like, oopsie. Just then, Christian comes flying out of the same gap that you just did, uh, carrying Dr. C in his talons with the brass shoulder pad perch things. And Kiki, you're able to see for the first time Dr. Christina unconscious with all those green veins bulging out of her skin. Can we tell it's Christian or are we just like that's a vulture? He is taller than the rest. Yeah, that's right. He's a tall vulture. Oh, right. He's tall. <laughs> <laughs> this vulture is taller. I think it is Christian. Christian, thank you so much for bringing Dr. C out. I was really worried about how we were going to like weekend at Bernie's or into <laughs> anything, honestly. Uh, will you put her in cart? Cast? No. Yeah, he no. D- and that's Cass, what he so does. Cass, he just <laughs> drops her into the cart. You're being railroaded into bringing Dr. C. Cass is going to unhitch the cart from her horse. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kiki is just like checking on Brock. He still has his earrings in. Earrings? Yeah. He's fine. Yeah, Sa- Sasha's diamond earrings. Oh, I didn't realize you had pierced Brock's ears. <laughs> and so Anya just starts hitching the cart up to her horse yep. and is like, okay, guys, it, I, I understand you don't want to be cart bitch again. I will be cart bitch. <laughs> Bryn, would you like to ride on the horse with me or ride in the cart and maybe take a little snooze? I know you just really exerted yourself. We would not have been able to move the rock without you. You're such a strong boy. Bryn just glows with pride. And he looks at the cart, but he doesn't want to be near Dr. C right now. So he climbs onto your horse and and sits behind you and hugs you tight around the waist. That's exactly what I want. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
So, uh, Cass, Kiki, which way should we go? Um, we can go this way or that way, it seems, on the path. <laughs> yeah, there is a wooden <laughs> sign on the trail that indicates that you can indeed go one of two ways. One of them is back towards the eastern mountains, and one of them is on to Other City. But please don't go back to the eastern mountain. Hell no! <laughs> Fuck the eastern mountains. Cass remembers um, she's got the crown on her head, she's feeling very yep. royal, and she happens to remember a certain prince, Garen, who at one point mentioned something about Other City. And so she turns her horse towards Other City and just starts to ride. So Anya and Kiki see Cassandra on her horse. Do you have a name for that horse? Or not yet? It's fine. We don't have to force it. Um, (laughs) I think we have to force it now. Well, so Cass left her her beloved Afghan behind in the in the regular in Anaheim, mm-hmm. who was named Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel mm-hmm. like maybe this horse also has long hair and reminds her yeah. of Cordelia. Mm-hmm. So I think she's gonna call the horse Cordelia. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Anya and Kiki watch Cassandra <laughs> and Cordelia go off towards Other City. Do you follow? Uh, Anya definitely does not want to go back to the Eastern Mountains because that leads to Gnome Valley where her jilted husband (laughs) uh, almost husband is and um, she would also have to tell him about the horrifying death of his daughter so yeah she's going to go ahead and follow Cass toward Other City and also Anya says to Cass oh Cass I'm so glad we are going to go to Other City because we have to help what the fuck is that ghost guy's name again Finlo Finlo yeah that's what I, I was going to say Philo because I'm thinking of the dough <laughs> damn it um, but Finlo delicious we have to help Finlo get the crown to his sister so that his unfinished business can be all taken care of and but it's just like fades into the distance as Cass is just like <laughs> riding ahead so yeah she follows Anya follows and does Kiki follow on Brock Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, then, just for the record, Anya's horse is named Butter. Butter. Oh, wow. I don't know how I feel about it's it. It's so wholesome. Butter, Brock, and Cordelia. Yep. Can I ask the question about this crown? Yeah, sure. Um, am I feeling any, like, energy come off this crown? Or you it's are. just, like, a regular you crown? You are. Okay, what does it make me feel like? So, it, it makes you feel like you have a commanding presence. Oh, yeah. It's like an aura of authority... And it commands respect from those around them. They may gain enhanced charisma, persuasion, or intimidation skills, allowing them to influence others and gain loyalty or obedience. Oh, so we should have let oh. you roll with advantage when you were persuading yeah. Anya. Sorry. Um, what about the Let's... compass that I have? Is it also enchanted of a kind? It is. It is. It is. When you look at it right now, all you can see that it is pointing you straight ahead down that path. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're going north wink following where the compass is taking us it's actually west but yes (laughs) wink so you ride off on your horses down that trail away from the vulture queen's tomb and as you ride the dry barren landscape gradually turns to brush and then to grass and then to plants and trees and the air grows sweet and warm and birds chirp happily in the branches above and then as you ride you come across a clearing and see a simple but well-made wooden wagon with a painted sign that reads, Traveling Plants. As you approach, two small figures come into view next to the wagon. They are petite, each about three feet tall, and they wave and beckon you over. And now we would like to welcome our first season two surprise guest NPC, Christy Wallace from Sinisterhood. Yay! 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 Christy, 
We're so happy to have you here. Please tell us about yourself and about who you'll be playing today. Well, hi. Thank you. Yes, I'm Christy. I'm from Sinisterhood. I co-host a comedy podcast about all things sinister. Today, though. Um, <laughs> hi. Hi, housewives. <laughs> My name's Sister Rory. Um, can you see me down here? Do you see oh, me? Oh, yes. Yeah, there you are. You're very small. Hi. Oh, so, hi. I'm I'm short. <laughs> I'm three feet tall, so I'm like a toddler size. People call me wee. Uh, hi. Would love to know if you would like to buy some, some plants. We have, I call it a kiosk, but I guess and you could call it a, a wagon of sorts. I don't know if you know about plants, but they are great. So if you have any questions about any of these, um, I can point you in the direction if you're, you know, if you're trying to, whatever vibe you're trying to have. Do you want, like, to be, like, pepped up and have, like, a fun, creative day? Are you trying more to just, like, sit on a rock and kind of zone out, you know? What are you, what kind of vibe are you going for? Oh, we want, these are drug plants. We are doing drugs. Yeah, we are buying drugs. <laughs> we don't call them drugs. We don't sure, call them drugs. Sure, we don't call them drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I'm very, um, very familiar with the lingo. <laughs> uh, oh, I happen, good. Let me first introduce myself. Maybe you probably recognize me. My name is Cassandra Kasternak. I'm relatively well known in these parts for um, my incredible singing abilities. I have recently ascended to royalty, as you can tell from my crown. Oh, it's! I was going to say it's beautiful. Your <laughs> reputation you so precedes you. I was going to ask if you could sing our favorite song from this area. Y- uh, y- uh, yes. Oh, yes, because I would love to <laughs> hear this song. We have, we have an anthem. I don't know if, if you know of it, but it's we actually call it a plantthem. Instead oh. of an anthem, <laughs> yeah. But it's um, it's about our favorite plant, the night bloom. Mm. The night bloom is really everything that we uh, hope to be, that we strive to be, that our world hopes to be, and that's also the song that you know we sing every day when we wake up and go to bed at night. So you've probably heard it and know all the words. So I'll just let you sing it. <laughs> Come yeah. here, come here, quick. Um, Cass, yeah, what's up, Anya? Um, I think this is this is plant-based religion, I think, and this is like we just buy the drugs and we get the fuck out of here, okay? Um that's very kind of you to be considerate about me, but obviously they have asked me to perform for them. So um, <laughs> right, yes. obviously I'm going to perform their song about the night plants. Night bloom. Um, night bloom. The, the night, night bloom, bloom is that's yes. I was just explaining it to Anya. She's a little slow. So Yes, um, no, yes. You seem like yes. the you seem like the smarter one. Oh, thank you so much. You also seem very smart and beautiful. Thank you. Do you like my outfit? I love your outfit. It's very yeah. simple. My little white cap and my just simple red cloak. And um, who's this other little one? So standing behind Sister Rory is an older Mm. woman, but also mm. petite. They are halflings. You might recognize that they look kind of similar to that very sexy band from Uncle's Tavern back in the day. It's they same, had the vibe. Same species. Wait, I have a question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought these were plant people. But they're just people that like... <laughs> well, we call our 
ourselves plant people. We are not made of plants, no. But, I mean, aren't we all? At some point, we all Mm. take on the properties of the plants. And that is ultimate ascension, is what we like to call it, Mm. is when you fully reach your full plant potential. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so these are regular people. Well, we're hasslings, yes. But they have plants. I love that Kiki is asking all these things. To the I think it's very inclusive for you to ask, and I appreciate that you're asking how we identify. So we are not quite fully ascended plant people, but that is the ultimate goal, yes. But it seems, uh, Sister Rory, that the, the, your uh, partner, perhaps, um, is more ascendant than you in this world, yes? She is a little older. Sister Magnus, yes, she is a little older, and she's been standing back. She's letting Sister Rory do most of the talking, but since you are gesturing to her, she steps forward and she says, Yes, I am Sister Magnus. I have been a member of the Sisterhood for a bit longer than Rory, but she's doing so well. We're so proud of her. She's a great shining example of of what you too could be if you wanted to join the Sisterhood. No pressure. But, you know, we do have some openings. We're always welcoming of new people. You look like you could use some help, actually, and And we at the Sisterhood, we have a plant for everything. We do. Then she looks at Kiki and she says, What happened to your face? And Kiki's like, right? (laughs) I'm sorry for the rude question. Before we continue, though, I really would like to hear our plant them sung. Yeah, yeah. Your plant them, of course. Yeah, I think we just need to... No, I would be honored to sing your national plant Yes, please. I know you know the words. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I do know the words. And um, just to explain a little bit about me, I I run a company called Women Pow. So I also have like a bit of a sisterhood. So if you guys were looking to upgrade your sisterhood, we could chat about that. We but, are um, always looking to upgrade our sisterhood. Oh. I love that yes. about you. That's so fantastic. <laughs> so I- in the upper levels of Women Pow, we are mm, connected to the astral plane in the ways that some people who maybe aren't in the upper levels are. So the the way that the song comes out of my mouth might sound a little different to your ears just because you haven't ascended yet. So just FYI. That's, oh. um, but yes, I would love to sing your Night Bloom song yes. that goes Wonderful. like this. Um Night bloom, da ba dee, da ba da, da ba dee, da ba die, and da ba dee, da ba da. It's never sounded more beautiful. Night bloom, da ba dee, da ba die. Cass is really getting into it, like jamming out on her horse a little bit. Roll a performance check. I would love to. Uh, that's a 20. That's a 20 oh, on yeah. that performance. Okay, it tracks. So. Anya is weeping. And Magnus's eyes fill with tears. That was beautiful. And just what we're looking for, quite honestly. <laughs> Sister Magnus has never once wept until this very moment. Your voice is like from the heavens. Thank you so much. Would you like to come back to our small, quaint village and see the night bloom for itself and all its magnificent glory? I would oh, love um, Sister to. Rory, um, Magnus, can we can we have just a, a quick conference with Kiki and Cass and me just over here? Please, just really quick. Yes, consider me in though. I'm in. Don't. She's fine, but I'm in. Um, and 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 just the, that moment, Kiki. You look down at your hand and realize that that ring, ring, ring that you my, had on. My mood <laughs> ring. I'm sorry. I just realized it's called a ring, ring, ring. <laughs> ring no, ring, the, ring. There's, we're wearing those the stupid ring, ring, ring. So we can't ring, ring because our pinkies are yeah. trapped with a ring. So. Oh, wait. 
We're still wearing those? Ex- yes, except Kiki's is off and gone. No, yours is <gasps> Kiki's not. Kiki's doesn't Kiki. have it. Oh. And everyone, Anya and Cassandra, notices as well. Oh. Kiki, how'd you get your ring off? How do you think I got it off? Oh, okay. <laughs> did you seduce it off, Kiki? Did you lose it inside someone's body? How did you, I don't... Yeah, I also have follow-up <laughs> questions. But let's, wait, listen, ladies, ladies, listen. Okay, okay. Just while we have private moment here, you don't follow weirdo religious people to second location. Anya, they're tiny. What could they possibly do to us? <laughs> but like, but Cass, like, you know that question, like, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or like 100 duck-sized horses? Like, I always choose the one horse-sized duck you because... Always choose- How many times have you been presented with this scenario? Like, a lot. It is common party game. But listen, I always choose that because then there is just one and maybe I can run away. But if there is a whole horde of tinies, then maybe a big problem. Just uh, Oh, I see what's happening here. Anya is feeling a little bit intimidated because somebody else is coming in with some magical plants and she's maybe feeling like they're stepping on her toes No, I love bit. herbalists, but I also know these people, right? <laughs> I am knowing about the herbalist crowd. Meanwhile, while they're having this conversation, Kiki walks right up to the plant people and just starts circling them. Oh, God. <laughs> Intimidation check, please. Oh, God. I have a 19. <gasps> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so it uh, feels a little bit like a shark is circling you. Hi, uh, Kiki? Kiki? You're not much of a talker, huh? <laughs> That's okay. You know what? We we have a plant for that if you need to kind of get a little, we call it um, herbal courage. If you need to, you know, so you get a little bit of pep in your I am step. very familiar with herbal courage. Yes, I know. Yeah. You seem, I don't want to step on any toes here, but you seem like you're kind of the leader. And I would love it if you would just come back to our camp. There's a hundred of us. I just want to let you know that there's a hundred of us. Yes, there's a hundred of you and you're already very well organized. Yes, I would love to come back to your camp. Anya starts breathing heavily. Um, So we're decided. We'd love to come back to your village. Perfect. um, Yeah, lead the way. Let's go. Okay. Uh, We'll just go right down this path. Kiki doesn't want to go. Oh, shoot. That's okay. Castle go by yourself. Kiki, Kiki, I think that maybe we should go just so, and but like, get your blowgun out, right? Because maybe mm. this is opportunity for you to finally, you know, do the killing that you want, but only if they come and threaten us. We do not want to just, like, kill tiny nuns, okay? <laughs> tiny can nuns? I, can I roll to try and persuade them to come? Absolutely. Definitely. Is that a yes. thing I can do? Yes, yes. Okay. totally. Yes, yes. Here we go. Okay. 16. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Very, Sounds very pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anya, she seems trustworthy to you. And Kiki, you have no real other options. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. You guys. Anya goes back to her horse where I, Bryn is, I guess, still sitting on the horse. Yes, yes he's still on the horse. Bryn, I, I'm thinking we are going to go with these little lovelies and maybe get <laughs> some fun plants. Um, does this seem okay with you, my boy? He looks at the halflings and he, he looks very thoughtful for a second. And then he says, maybe they can help Dr. Christina and Stone Cece. Ugh, Stone Cece. Maybe they can, Bryn. You're such a good and smart boy. Okay, yes, let us go. Here we go. And Anya hops up on the horse and is ready to follow the sisters and Cass down 
into this tiny village. Okay, great. So the cart slash kiosk that the sisters have is one of those yes. ones where it has wheels. I love the ancient word kiosk. <laughs> mm, yes. I just want to say for the record, Kiki is like ready for battle. She's going because she's forced, Always. but she does not like these people. Excellent. Is she holding any particular weapon? She's got all her weapons and she's just menacingly waving her long fingernails at them. <laughs> She's holding them all under one arm. (laughs) Marvelous. Um, So, yeah, this this cart slash kiosk is one of those ones where it has wheels, but then at the end it has, like, kind of long stick handles. So Rory and Magnus are, are, you know, handling it themselves. It's not being led by horses. They're carrying it and wheeling it along. And so Magnus goes and begins to tidy up the plants that they have on display and leaves Sister Rory alone with you for just a moment. (sighs) I'll tell you what, I love the plant life, but the physical labor is a grind. Oh, it's, uh, oh yeah. you know what? I actually, um, I, I used to have a cart attached to my horse, but I no longer have a cart attached to my horse. What if I just attached your cart to my horse? Can I just help you out <gasps> with that? Thank you. Wow. Yes, you have a beautiful voice and a beautiful heart. Oh, um, thank you I just so much. know you're going to fit in great back with all the others. Yes, I cannot wait to meet them. Because of that act of goodwill, Cass now gets to roll with advantage anytime interacting socially with Sister Rory. Oh, great. I love that. And Anya is also very buoyed by Cass's like uncharacteristic kindness. She's like, look, at, <laughs> look, she is learning to be a better person. Like she whispers to herself and maybe, you know, to Bryn. <laughs> Bryn looks like he's not convinced, but. Listen, I rescued Bryn from a life of slavery. Bryn should be, and I made him a hat. He wasn't a slave. Bryn should be grateful. He oh. is still wearing that hat, right? We yeah. love Are hats. you going to attach then the traveling plants yeah, part to I'm your gonna, horse? To Cordelia? Yeah, to my horse now. Yeah. To Cordelia. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Here, let's, uh, we'll go down this this path here and sh- I'll show you the way. Wonderful. Great. Cass is feeling regal as fuck on her horse with her, like, cloak <laughs> draped across it with her crown and, like, these people following behind her. She's feeling great. Gorgeous. Okay, so Cass is in the lead. Yeah. Which horse is following Cass? Brock or Butter? Yeah. Kiki, <laughs> do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I think I want to go last. Okay, yeah. Okay. So Butter's next, and then Brock. Great. Can I go behind? Oh, so they're in the cart? Rory and Magnus are in their kiosk. Oh, yeah. Are you guys riding in the kiosk, or are you walking alongside the kiosk? I float. I'm going to float. Uh, I float. Oh. Yeah. I, t- I, took, I took a plant earlier. It makes me feel like I'm floating, at least. <laughs> Ooh. I would love some of those plants. You look down, and you see she's hovering above the ground by six inches. Wow. Yeah. Rory. Sometimes that's all you need is six inches. <laughs> you know? Girl, don't I know it. Yeah, and Sister Magnus has old bones, and she's going to take advantage of the ride. So she kind of heaves herself up onto the cart and sits, oh, great. you know, with her legs swinging so she can see where you're going, but she's not powering herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you continue through the trees along the path with Cass and Cordelia in the lead. And as you walk, you begin to hear the sound of water rushing up ahead. And then you round a curve in the path and you found where the sound of water is coming from because cutting directly across the trail in front of you is a fast flowing river. And on the other side of the river, the trail continues. And Magnus hops down from the cart and she walks up to the edge of the river and she looks back at you and she, she looks a bit concerned and she says, It wasn't as, as wide when we crossed earlier. It must be from all the rain. I'm sorry, is there a, a large leg with a high heel in the middle of this river? <laughs> Yes, we're calling this the fording the river, Matt. Oh, no, you never ford the river. That's always a 
was a bad plan. Although, if you want to try and bring that card across with Christina in it and like something were to happen to it, I guess that'd be fine. So we've got a river in the middle with uh, brushy grass on both sides. There is a tree branch sticking out over the river, mm. probably like five feet above the, the river itself hanging up there. And then there's two little rocks, or one's big and one's little. And yeah, it's moving pretty fast. Is the river moving in the direction of the rocks or the rocks? Yes, it is. Sure is. Great. Awesome. (laughs) Just good to know. So, Sister Rory, Sister Magnus. Magnus? Magnus. Yep. Mm -hmm. How do we cross this river? It looks like there's a river here. Good question. No. Yes. um, Sister Magnus is correct. The river was not this wide. When we started out this morning, we've been having unseasonable rainfall. Mm. You know, I don't know if you know about climate change, but it's a real thing (laughs) in all worlds. So um, it's affecting Mm. us here and, you know, our plants especially. It looks like, once again, Mother Nature has put us to the test. So. Wow. Do you think we could just take some of those floaty plants and like float right across the river or that's a good idea kiki heard the kiki, word did you have a question yes <laughs> can you oh first kiki kiki may i ask a favor could you um stop bowing up to me i'm tiny so i don't know i'm now i'm three i was three foot but now i'm hovering so i'm three foot six but you are an average size human so and on a horse Yes, you're, to me, you're about 15 feet tall right now. So I just want you to know that we are only here to help. We're nice little things. You don't have any reason to be afraid. Can you roll a persuasion check? Yes. 11. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cass <laughs> steps in between Kiki and a sister Rory and says, Kiki, if you stop threatening these very kind small people, I will give you some gold. <gasps> Kiki, like, squints her one working eye. (laughs) Cass pulls out that gold bar that reminded her of Kiki earlier and just, like, waves it in front of her face a little bit. And Kiki slowly reaches out for it, Uh, but as uh, soon uh. as she heard the word climate change, she just got so sleepy. I think she's got to take a rest. (laughs) So she starts to reach for it and then goes to sleep instead? Yeah, and then she just, like, falls asleep. She can't keep her eye open. All right, so Cass puts the gold bar back in her bag and is like, well, that seems to work out great. So, yes, we got to get across this river. We do, uh, yes. and the way we're going to do it is teamwork. That's what we always say in the oh. sisterhood. So, everyone, who's tallest? I think it must be me. Anya, okay, you go ahead and you lay down in the river first. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. We're all going to grab onto each other's ankles. Oh, great. So we're going to create a human bridge, and then what Sister Magnus and I will drag the cart over it after. So I'm so sorry. The three of you are going to create a human bridge over the river, and then we'll just gently take the cart and roll oh, it over your Sister backs. Rory. So here's a great idea. Um, we actually have a, a, a fourth person in this other cart. Oh. She's unconscious. So I think she would make a great bridge. Let's do uh, that. And then maybe I can, I can direct. That way I can just direct people. You are a natural born leader. Yeah. 
there. So I think that works. Yes. We cannot put our unconscious, potentially poisoned friend as log in river to drive over. This is extremely. We definitely can. No, we for sure can. Actually, you can. um, Because this is our first skill challenge. (gasps) A skill challenge in D&D is kind of like a death saving throw. I'm sure Allison could explain it a lot quicker than I could. So a skill challenge, the way that it works is that you as a group will need a certain amount of successes before you get as a group a certain amount of failures. And so as you try to cross this river, ford this river, everything that you try, you'll roll to see how it goes. And if you succeed, you get a little closer to crossing it. And if you fail, you get closer to something happening. You can use combined efforts that will, like if two people are trying the same thing, they will both roll and that will count towards the DC and the DC gets higher as we go. Yeah. Okay, so the plan, Sister Rory, let me let me let me just like talk this out, okay? So Cass, you are wanting to put unconscious, potentially poisoned friend For sure. as a bridge and river. And then you yeah. also are wanting me to lay down in rushing mm-hmm. deep You're very tall river. Yeah. I'm not that I mean I'm horizontal in this river, so won't I just float <laughs> into the rocks? Like well, what you're is- gonna get us further across because of the yeah. ex- extra height that you have. Mm-hmm. Height equals length. And you could hold Bryn over your head, too. Absolutely you could just not. put Bryn on your shoulders and it makes you even taller. Great idea. Bryn will be staying on cart and horse in safe, dry place. Bryn, can you swim, my baby? Bryn shakes his head, no. Yeah, no, he's not getting in the fucking water, you guys, so that is a non-starter. Okay? Uh, may, may I? I see everyone is... Uh, tensions are high. Kiki's asleep. <laughs> I'm just going, I, while everyone was uh, bickering, I took the liberty of rolling up some night bloom in this grass that I found laying around. And if everyone just wants to go around and just take a deep whiff mm. and then pass it to the next person, yeah. I think this will go a lot easier. We'll all be on the same page. Great, yeah, give me a hit of that night bloom. Here you go. What does it do? Oh, what doesn't it do, Anya? You just wait till it comes to you. Take a nice mm. inhale. A deep breath, deep breath out. Yeah, it'll take the bitch edge right off. You yes, go, it does. It will. Anya takes the spliff? Question mark? <laughs> Cass has already taken, like, the biggest hit she can possibly. Like, she's going to try and suck down most of it before passing it on. Okay, constitution check. 14. Yeah, you feel pretty high. Yeah. Does cast our And floating? you are floating yes! about six Here inches off the ground. All right, so Anya sees that happen and she goes, ah, fuck it, and takes a big old fucking <laughs> whiff of that shit. Constitution check, please. Great. 19. Oh. Wow. Anya, you're 10 inches off the ground. That's never happened before. Oh, my gosh. I am so high. (laughs) Well, now now we don't need a human bridge. We can just float across the river. Great. And anyone who's unconscious and can't make it because they couldn't inhale because they're unconscious, we can just leave them behind. Yeah. I am unwilling to leave Christina and Cece and Bryn and Butter and Brock. Cece's in my bag. Cece's fine. (laughs) Thank you. Kiki, right? Kiki's asleep. 
actually. Yeah, and, and Kiki. Kiki is asleep, so I think we need to get the carts across the river, you know, because like I'm not going back to this fucking mountain shit. So let's get going. Here's what we have to do: everyone that's conscious and feeling the vibe, get in the cart. Mm. Please get in the cart, everyone. Okay, up. We're, I'm we're on get... butter. I got on butter. We're all here now. Um, we're all. I'm gonna pass it around. Want the spliff around one more time? Everyone, <laughs> take the biggest hit they can. Exhale, and then the smoke is going to encapsulate the cart and lift it across the river. All right. What about the horse that's attached to the cart? He's good. Great. Yeah. So, yeah, perception check from Anya and Cassandra, please. This sounds like an excellent plan. Perception. But maybe with disadvantage because <laughs> okay. you're so high. Yeah. So I have a 14. 14. Oh, wow. I have a three. <laughs> Got a three with that one. Okay. Yeah, so Cassandra, for you, it's like, sounds great. Sounds plausible. Definitely going to work. <laughs> yeah. Anya, um, Sister Rory seems really out of it. And when you look over to Sister Magnus, she's giving a disapproving look over to Sister Rory. Okay, okay. The plan is sounding kind of chill, Rory. I need to call quick, quick timeout. Okay. okay. Timeout means we just pause for a minute in <laughs> case you don't know the language. We, we have a similar saying. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. What is yeah. it? Yeah. It's um it's called stop growing. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so so sister Rory, stop growing oh, for just a minute. Perfect. Okay. I'll be over here. I am like, I'm gonna oh, go no. meditate. I'm gonna go meditate on this toadstool Ooh, while yeah, you're figuring it out. While while Anya's having this convo, Cass is gonna go over with Sister Rory and meditate with her as well. Okay, seems perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Please come. Thank you. Hey, Sister Magnus. I see you're not so happy about this plan. Is there a better plan available? Or, like, is she super high or what? Sister Magnus <laughs> is, yeah, giving this very disapproving, shaking head look over Sister Rory. And she kind of sidles close to you, Anya, and looks up and says, Rory, I didn't want to say this in front of her earlier, but we do worry about her. She overindulges on the night bloom, and it makes her <laughs> no. do some strange and, and ambitious things that sometimes work out and sometimes don't work out. And she looks haunted. And she says... Uh, Sometimes terrible things happen when Rory overindulges. That's actually why I'm here with her. I am here to keep an eye because I don't want to say that I can't trust my own sister. Of course, I would trust her with my life, but I don't know if I would trust her with your lives. So you might want to be careful crossing this river in the way that she suggested. I, I don't know. It could work. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. Stop growing one second, okay? All right, <laughs> Let me just let me just catch up with everything that is going on. Hey, Kiki, Kiki, Anya like <laughs> jostles Kiki. Yeah, it works. Kiki, hey, Sub. welcome. I am super high, and I am yes, I am floating off the ground. So please, you know, do that what you will. But check it out. So Sister Rory wants to do a plan that seems like not so smart, and Sister Magnus wasn't gonna say anything weird. Sister Magnus, that you just like wait for me to ask you. By the way. Like you should speak up. Do you not have agency in this sisterhood or whatever? Sister Magnus can hear you. And she says, <laughs> Excuse me, Anya. I just explained that I'm here to keep an eye on Sister Rory. I'm not here to make her do anything. I'm here to document her behavior and not get involved. Oh, so you're unless... like documentary filmmaker. You're just going to watch he's things. He's starting to get bored again. I know. So sorry, Kiki. Listen. Okay, so here's what we want to do. They are wanting us to like give the horses a hit and us take a really big hit of this night bloom, which did, yes, make me float off the ground but then they want us to like float across the river but like cart is heavy and has Christina in the back like I don't know if this is going 
to work. And Sister Magnus, honestly, pumping the brakes for me. Pumping the brakes, harshing the buzz. <laughs> wow. Okay, so like, what should we do? Kiki looks deep into Anya's eyes with her one eye. And she just, <laughs> just like... <laughs> deeply in her eye? Yeah, deeply in her eye. And is like... I think we should swim it. <laughs> oh, yes, in the same fashion that we went down the waterfall. Yes, you put one arm over your head, one arm across your body, and you pray. You pray. And then Kiki starts trying to demonstrate this to Brock and, like, kind of, like, starts, like, contorting his legs to see if she can teach him how to do it as well. Animal handling check. So it's 16. Um, he giggles in a horse way because it feels a little funny. That sounds what does that like... Sound like? <laughs> unnerving. Kiki, good. like, so proud of Brock, just, like, hands him a piece of beef jerky. Oh, <laughs> he mm. eats it. That's nice. You can try the making the horses take a spliff thing. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> it would be, like, a, a DC of 20 or something like that, A though. DC of 20. Yeah. Um, hey, Magnus, one last question, mm. and, like, sorry about disrespect earlier. I'm so high. I'm losing my filter. <laughs> you know what that is like. Um, like, how deep is river, do you think, at this point? Magnus says that usually the river is shallow enough for us to cross, but as we said, it is much wider than it usually is. You would have to perhaps go look closer to see how deep it is currently. Okay, I'm gonna go look closer. Anya goes up and looks closer. Can I investigate potentially how deep it is? Yes, you can. You're gonna roll a nature check to um, assess the depth, speed, and flow of the river and identify the safest crossing point. And can Kiki just run into the river with Brock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I got a natural 20. <gasps> 21. 21. Okay, yes. 21. So you're able to see, Anya, the safest place to cross, which is right there where you are. So that's handy. <laughs> it's about eight feet deep right now. And Kiki is f- absolutely fording the river. Yes. Kiki just yep. ran into it and like just... Wait, without Brock? Just by yourself? No, with Brock. So you're riding Brock into the river? <laughs> or are you like pulling him? I'm I'm pulling him. Oh, you're pulling, oh, you're pulling him. him. Oh, wow. Oh, God. This is a whole never-ending story situation I can already oh, see no. it coming. Oh, I don't no. like it. I'm no. leading okay. the way for Brock. <laughs> so brave. Yeah, so you, you go in first into the river and the river instantly takes you away. But you can, as you're being swept away, try to grab onto that first rock. Let's just go ahead and roll for athletics. Uh, Let's just see if if you're strong enough to go against the current and grab onto that rock without it slipping away from you. Okay, so athletics. Damn it! I thought I was good athletically. (laughs) The roll was 10 minus 3, which is 7. Okay, 7. Yeah. It slips away from you. So, so, so Kiki like tries to grab the rock and she's being dragged down the river. Anya feels her cameo burn and then tries <gasps> or casts confidently Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Ooh. And wants to take the whole orb of water that Kiki is surrounded by and bring her back to shore. But on the other side of the shore, we're just going to get like her over there. Looks like her yeah. across. I want to fishbowl nice. her. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Fun. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Anya is just like shaping the water around Kiki's whole body and like floats that orb <laughs> over on the other side of the riverbed. And then like when she drops her hands, the water drops from around Kiki and she's just like standing on the shore. Amazing. And it works. And everyone has seen this happen. Wow. We are very high. <laughs> Um, Anya, as that just happened, you look down on the ground 
And this is because you rolled so well on the nature check. Mm -hmm. You notice a really smooth looking pebble. Something tells you to pick it up. I pick that fucking thing up right away. Mm. Great. Can I uh, examine it, investigate it? Yes. Do we even see this happen? Because we've been meditating in the cart. (laughs) I mean, are you? Oh, yeah, no. No. Yeah, I guess not. Mm -hmm. Great. So we just hear like a bunch of screaming and some splashing and like, (laughs) great. Um, Okay, so I'm investigating. Yeah. And that's a seven. Okay, so with a seven, you see that, yes, you have found this pebble. It is smooth. It looks like it's been polished. So it's polished stone, and you can just make out that it is carved with some intricate runes Mm -hmm. that glow very faintly. And it looks worn down, and kind of the runes are kind of rubbed away Mm. as though it's been, you know, handled for many years. So Anya looks at it, puts it in her hand, and then as she puts it in her bra, she goes, Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Yep. Brock hears it. Damn it, Brock. Brock. <laughs> yeah, Brock's right there on the riverbank with you, so. Yeah. So you're on the other side of the bank now, soaking wet, Kiki, and you look over to Anya, putting something in her bra and whispering to herself like a real nutter butter. I think Kiki's like, Anya, just jump in. It's actually a really easy swim. I didn't just fall. <laughs> I'm so glad you're okay. And Cassandra, Sister Rory, and Magnus heard Kiki screaming to Anya about the water being fine. Oh, yeah. It sounds like they're doing great out there. Oh, I heard a horse laugh, which is always a good sign. That is a good sign. We have another saying around here. When a horse laughs... We all laugh. Yes. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. What a great saying. We Thank should put that you. on a t-shirt at some point. That's a great idea. Can I be honest with you while it's just of the two course. of us? Always. Okay. Well, I, you mentioned a, a shirt with a saying on it. I would love to not have to wear this just red smock anymore. I'm, I, I, I've started to have some doubts about the sisterhood and and oh and my place in it and mm-hmm. I just you know I we all look the same we all yeah. talk the same I got into this because I wanted something new and different for myself I thought it would be a place where I could really explore like my femininity and who I mm. am But somehow along the way, I've actually just lost myself. Oh, sweet Rory. I have met so many women like you who were just lost and sad and poor and tragic and all they needed. Okay, well, I don't know if I'm all of those things, really. I'm what I'm a halfling. I'm not a woman. I'm I'm half woman. Mm, A half woman. That's what I write. Yeah. And honestly, I was talking a little bit more about Magnus. You know what I mean? Like you strike me as like a much more powered half woman already. But Magnus is what we like to call old school. I don't know if you have that term where you're from, but she's you know she's a little more by the book than I like to be. Mm. And I haven't even told you about someone else. Who, who? Well, it's not just 100 of us little halflings. There's, there's one of us that is in charge of everyone else. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um, his name oh. is Brother Zane. Yeah, I know. At first, I was like, oh, but now I am like, ugh. And I, but I don't... 
I don't really have the support that I need to like move a, move away from Wait, this. Wait, what's his name? Brother Zane. Brother Zane. Brother Zane. Like Billy Zane. Yeah. Listen to your friend, oh Brother God. Zane. All I'm imagining is Billy Zane from Titanic. So like hot, great floppy <laughs> hair, but like bad news. No, he is exactly that. Except mm-hmm. he's also three feet tall. Mm, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, so, okay. This is all fantastic news for Cass. So she's immediately just going to try and recruit Sister Rory for sure, into women power. Okay. Yeah, so let me tell you about an organization where you and me are free to be you and me. It is called... May Women I say, pow. this is how the sisterhood of the traveling plants also, that, that was almost ver- <laughs> sisterhood of the traveling plants. <laughs> That's almost oh verbatim God. the spiel I was given when it I was is? asked to join. Yes. <gasps> yes. Sister Roy, I'm shocked. Do you know what that means? That means that there's a traitor amongst you who took our pure message from Women Pow and distorted it in a way to trap you in these horrible clothes, first of no, all. No, you're I'm right. I'm so sorry no, you have to wear this. I thank you, let's yes. Just ta- let's take these off. Let's take our clothes off? <gasps> well, your clothes, if you don't like them, I mean, you should just take, you should get rid of them. You should, no, you- I, I, I will. I just want you to be prepared for what's underneath. Oh, yes. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen all sorts of bodies in my time, in my have day. You? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to take it off. Great. Okay. So, Sister Rory removes her red, it's very dirty and wet now, small little cloak and, and drops it to the ground and underneath she is just as smooth as a Barbie doll. There's nothing, there's no genitalia. Oh, there's, there's no genitalia. No, it's just, there's, it's just really oh just God. like um, smooth. There's no, yeah, very smooth. there's yeah. no wow. holes or anything. <laughs> It's just, it's just right at this moment, Anya comes around and goes, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to interrupt your." Anya, it's not a good time. It's not a good time. We're having a private one-on-one. Because she... uh, no, Anya, go get out of the car, Anya. Can't you see that Rory is embarrassed? Go. I just have so many no. out. questions. Leave. Just... And Anya just turns and leaves. Cass takes her cloak and puts it on Rory. Oh, oh but now I'm just in another cloak. <laughs> I just, I took off one cloak for another. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did you just want to be nude? That's honestly, live your life, girl. Do you? I, I just kind of want to find my own cloak. Okay. You know, I don't yeah. want a cloak to be given to me as much as I want to know what my own personal cloak looks like. Yeah. Beautiful. Anya goes to the uh, edge of the river and screams to Kiki, Kiki, Cassis, the nun is naked in there with her and I don't know what to do. <laughs> Sister Magnus hears you say that the nun is naked and she gets this wild panic look on her face and rushes to see what's going on with Rory and she sees Rory standing there nude she just her jaw drops and she says sister Rory not again I'm going to have to document this and she takes out a little notebook Cass would like to charm Sister Magnus. Great. So she steps in between and she says, Sister Magnus, I know this is a shocking image to come upon, but what you you don't realize is that this is the beautiful birth of an empowered half-woman. You should be honored to be in her presence as she transforms. And in fact, if you are inspired by Sister Rory's journey, it is safe for you too to find your own empowered half-womanhood. Oh my God. 
Um, All right. For Sister Magnus to roll a wisdom saving throw, please. 13. You are not charmed by. Oh, 15. So Sister Magnus, she, you know, she's she's into the idea of people telling her what to do. So there's a moment where this feels very interesting. But she has such strong belief in the sisterhood and is so devoted to Brother Zane that Cass's words are not effective on her. So she steps back and she says, I understand that you are too powerful for Rory, but you are not too powerful for me. I think, in fact, that you and Brother Zane should speak because you seem that you, you would be someone that he would very much like to talk to. In fact, the night is coming upon us. And you look up and you realize that the sun is beginning to set. And she says, that means the night bloom will be blooming soon. Ooh. I would very much like for you to witness that. Yeah, we should get to the night bloom. I agree. As this is happening, Anya, I feel like, is thinking like, well, if I just floated Kiki across the river, why can't I just get the water to go under all of our shit and float us all across the fucking river? Meanwhile, can Kiki take another rest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so can I shape of water by Guillermo del Toro the entire, all the carts, all the horses and all the... I think it would work for people, but not the carts. Just to recap, you have one success in the skill challenge right. and one failure. And the first to three on either side is... Is for for everybody. Determines the entire thing. Mm-hmm. May I make a suggestion? Absolutely. Yeah. Gaze upon my body. <laughs> I, I, welcome, I welcome it. If you have questions, I'm happy to answer them. I have a special plant that, much like uh, Jesus, allows all of us to just walk on water. Ooh. And the carts as well. So if, if you're willing to indulge, we could all just load up in the carts again and travel across. And I think Sister Magnus is right. I think, Cass, that you do need to speak with Brother Zane. It is of the utmost importance that you talk with him. I would love to. And also, thank you for telling us about that plant. That would have that's use, very useful uh, that's information. That's on me for not mentioning that like, 20 minutes ago. I just remembered that I did put some of that in here earlier. So if I may, may I pass some out to all of you? Yes, please. You were wearing that very oppressive cloak. It's no wonder you couldn't remember it until you freed yes. yourself from that burden. It's like yeah. when you get your hair cut and you let go of everything in the past. Mm. So Sister Rory hands out the, uh, we call it the walking on water uh, plant and everyone takes Absolutely it. Absolutely named. Thank you. Yeah. I named it, so I appreciate that. Everyone criticized it and said, yes. it's too on the nose. No, you're brilliant. Can we give it to the horses? Is it safe to give to the horses? It's safe for all. Great. Let's feed it to the horses. And just before you do, Sister Magnus looks around at all of you and she says, You may choose to overindulge with Sister Rory, but just know that if you take from the earth without giving, there will be consequences. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we're for <laughs> sure just going to take these drugs. Anya, I don't think, I think since she's already floating, is my horse floating? No, no, because we haven't smoked out the horses yet. If you get an animal handling check of 20, I'll let you smoke out the horses, but you need two <laughs> successful ones to get to three successes total. Okay, I don't think I'm going to smoke out my horses because I'm real scared about what Sister Magnus just said. Um, Sister Magnus, what do you have to give to the earth to like... Be cool to, like, take the plants. Magnus says, I do not speak for the earth. The earth speaks for herself. Cool. So, like, can you translate or, like, what's the deal? Can you chat? <laughs> Only Brother Zane can speak to the earth. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think, Cass? What are we going Sorry. to do? 
What is the wait? So how do we take the walking on water one? Is that also a smoke, or is that like an eat it, or is that what's the mechanism? This one you can just eat. Great, I'm gonna feed it to the horses. That yeah, seems easier. Just feed it to the, oh, horses. Okay. the horses. You could even like if they don't want it, maybe wrap it up in you know a piece of cheese yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. You know, Peanut just butter. something yes, to totally. give it to them, and then it should go down. Great. Um, so Cass is gonna wrap some of that in beef jerky and offer it to Cordelia. Oh, perfect. I'm gonna try it too. I'm gonna take a piece of beef jerky. I'm gonna saunter up to butter and <laughs> with Brock do the same thing. Okay. Uh, Brock, here, do you want to eat this yummy, yummy jerky with nothing hidden inside of it? Brock decides to eat it and then the other horse does the same. Great. And we're all floating. <laughs> oh. Nice. We all float down well, that's here. That's great. Um, how convenient. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So you're crossing the river, but as the horses are moving over, the carts are kind of, there's like an imbalance. Mm-hmm. The horses are floating, but the carts do not float. They are not creatures, so it did not affect them by proxy. Oh, shit. Christina's in the back of that. Yeah. yeah so Christina is. just goes down the river? Yeah. <laughs> in the cart. Um, Anya's going to shape a water, Christina, and the traveling plants cart I would love to save. I don't care if our cart goes away, I guess. Okay. I have a question. Where's Christian? He's in the cart. Christian's with us? Yeah. He's been in the cart the whole time, just cuddling. What? He's been the little spoon to Dr. C the whole time. He can't just fly Christina across? What a lazy fucking vulture. Well, maybe if someone <laughs> talked to him. No, I mean, I tried to get him to put her in back in the hole, and he didn't listen to me, so fuck that bird. Put her back in the hole. But Christian, I think, will keep her from danger. So, yeah, he's very tall. So you see him stand up in the cart, and you see him, like, beginning to grapple at the, the brass shoulder pads on Christina's shoulders. Can I simultaneously? save both carts with my Guillermo del Toro. Just one at a time. And they, I don't know if it's strong enough to work on the carts, to be honest, but I think the traveling cart was first out of the two carts, right? Mm-hmm. That goes down the river. So does that means Magnus goes down the river. The plant cart goes down the river? Yeah, you see it hit the first rock and a little piece comes off. You hear it with a big thud hit the second bigger rock and it breaks into two pieces. And then it all just floats down the river. You see little packs of seeds and everything just floating also all down. Christina is being flown by Christian all of a sudden as the second cart also follows suit. Okay, bye carts. Okay, so you're all on the other side of the river now watching the carts go. Wait, is Magnus in the one cart? It looks like we've lost Sister Magnus. (laughs) Oh, no. That's fine. Oh, bummer. Does wow. Sister Magnus have any of this floating stuff, or is she just going no, down? No, she's, she's gone. <laughs> this, that's it for her. That's it for her. I'm shape of watering Magnus over oh, here. Wow. May, may, I, may I say something, Anya? May I, may I have a brief just one-on-one with you, Anya? <laughs> Float over here for a second. Listen, you don't have to save her, okay? It's all right if you just let her go. Wow. Sister Rory. Yes. That is extremely fucked up. You guys are sisters, okay? Number one. Number two, she is a living person and has worth, okay? And then I float that little bitch over to the other side of the Wow. The Sister Magnus is sopping wet, and um, it looks very dirty and sad, but she walks up to Anya, and she just reaches up, and she kind of just, like, with the back of her hand, just strokes down your arm as a gesture of thanks. And you know that that's all you're going to get out of Magnus. And then I immediately check on Bryn. Bryn, my boy, are you okay? How was the floating adventure on horse? <laughs> the horsey, it flew, Mama. Did you see me fly? I saw. You were such big, beautiful flying angel. Oh, my boy, I give him a little kiss and a little hug. And with that, <laughs> what is 
Anya thinking and feeling as she reunites with Bryn after the horrific fording the river experience? Anya is so thrilled that everyone is okay. It's a bummer that the carts are gone, certainly, and all those seeds, like their whole business model might be totally destroyed, honestly. I sure hope they have more in the village, but everyone made it safely, and Christian really clutch, saving Christina's spooky, comatose body. Like, we can weekend at Bernie's this yet. I think we're going to be okay. (laughs) Excellent. What is... Cassandra Kasternak thinking and feeling. Yeah, so um, she is, you know, lightly impressed with Anya's water skills or whatever, but she does acknowledge that Anya just single-handedly demolished a small business, and that's unfortunate. (laughs) Um, So we're going to have to deal with that aftermath. But Cass is just, she's feeling, again, just in her power. She's feeling confident in an arena that she knows she excels in, which is leading people who would like to be led. And she's loving this new bond that she's created with Sister Rory. The nudity, you know, Cass remembers being nude in the tavern. And the fact that Sister Rory was ready to just take off all her clothes, she, like, feels a kindred connection. Um, So, yeah, she's feeling great. She's still got her crown. And she's ready to see what happens next. Excellent. Kiki, you're sleeping. You're wet. You're very cold. Are you thinking or feeling anything? Kiki is asleep and cold and wet, and she's never thought she would say this, but she's starting to get a little bit tired of the beef jerky, (gasps) and she's wondering if, like, I don't know, there's some kind of, like, a kebab situation around, or, like... Or, like, I don't know, some shawarma, even. But, like, Mm. I don't know. She needs, like, a switch up. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Sister Magnus, what are you thinking and feeling wet from the river? Uh, Sister Magnus is feeling devastated to have lost the cart and all of the seeds that she has worked so hard to cultivate. And she's also very disappointed in Sister Rory, who clearly is not ready yet to be alone in the world. She needs the sisterhood more than ever. But she's very happy because she knows that they're soon to see Brother Zane. Yes. And Sister Rory... Our very special guest. What are you thinking and feeling? Well, Sister Roy is really basking in her nudity and feeling comfortable with her own body and really loves the bond that she has made with Cass. She thinks Cass is going to be the catalyst to really getting... um, her own footing and and leaving the sisterhood of the traveling plants. She's also (laughs) low-key excited that all of those seeds went down the river because she's kind of trying to throw a wrench into the the sisterhood. And this this is kind of the first step to that. So she's also excited to get back to Brother Zane, but for different reasons. And excited to get back to her uh, specifically one other fellow sister. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And with that, this has been another epic installment of Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. We bought plants. We forded a river, sort of. We got high on other plants. We met Kiki. She has a black guy. She doesn't remember how, or at least that's what she says. See you next time. 
Thanks for listening to Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. Want more RHO D&D? Head to patreon.com slash housewives of D&D, where you'll find detailed notes and video confessionals from our DMs, player character sheets, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast, Here's What Happened, live events, the chance to name an NPC and get a shout-out on the show, all of our upcoming mini-campaigns, bonus content, and more. Patreon.com slash housewives of D&D. Follow us across social media at Housewives of D&D and send us your thoughts at housewivesofdnd at gmail.com. Our DMs are Valen Shore and Allison Zada, and our players are Riley Rose Critchlow, Elizabeth Ho, Liz Jenkins, Kosha Patel, and Nicole Weiland, with special guest star Christy Wallace from Sinisterhood. Original music by Valen Shore and sound design by W. Alex Reeves. Real Housewives of Dungeons & Dragons is a joint production of Hags Media and Pacey's Creek and is not affiliated with Bravo or Wizards of the Coast.